I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes, we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, fairy tale friends. Hello. Hello, happy... Happy 100 episodes, Tara. Happy 100 episodes. Do you do anything special for any of your clients that make it to 100 years? That is a great question. I mean, when I worked full time in an act in a like long term care community, yeah, we would have like a party mm. or whatever. Um, I don't. Well, I didn't always... know if you had a song you sang. Or, no, or... I don't always know when somebody turns 100, like people have to clue me in, right? Mm. And sometimes I will say like, sometimes people have like birthday balloons on their wheelchair where they're wearing like a birthday something. And sometimes that's not always accurate. Like sometimes it's a day old, but they're still on their wheelchair. Oh, oh okay. Like, I see what you're saying. I'm not saying. Like it's not there. Yeah. So sometimes, but I will ask. I thought you meant like the, uh, the 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 people who work there thought it was their birthday and the oh no 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 like, no no my birthday. well sometimes that happens yeah where <laughs> even if it is their birthday they'll say no it's not so typically what I do is if I if I'm observe that there is a sign or balloons or something that says it's someone's birthday I will say oh I heard like hey Ryan I heard you had a birthday well, okay today. wait 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 I'm not going into like if they have a birthday or not do you have something special for their oh. centennial no. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, fairy tale friends. It's Tara and Ryan. We're here for are we our starting again? Episode. No, this is we're going right into it. I love it. Okay. Um, because I, I just I sing know. Happy Birthday. This is gonna be. But I always ask. I'm sorry. I'm back on it. I always <laughs> ask folks because that's the other thing. Not everybody likes being sung Happy Birthday. Like, so I always ask if they it would it be okay for us to sing happy birthday interesting because and if i, I have remember been told back to my no. 40th birthday you made everyone sing to me even though you know i don't like when people sing their birthday well yeah that was different <laughs> <laughs> well fairy tale friends we're here on our 100th episode we're so happy you're here with us we're doing a it's mailbag a episode yes uh i'm sure in your actual uh uh Wherever you get your your uh, podcast, it may say we're over a hundred. We're not counting repeats. We're not counting the little things where we send the mini tales. Like yeah, that. we are counting the mini. Oh, tales. we are yes. counting the mini tales. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, okay, yes, okay. yes, absolutely. So it's more the re-releases and the like. Hey, we've got an announcement. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So those okay. don't count. But this is one hundred episodes. So what we've done is we've asked uh you our listeners to send in questions to send in uh anything you want we're gonna go over those today but first before we do that how are you feeling about 100 episodes i'm feeling pretty good it's kind of crazy that it's been 100 i mean yes. i will say i'm feeling a little burned out we're listeners, a little burned out uh, on this season. behind we're the trying. curtain <laughs> uh i am feeling a little burned out but i think it's also because the pandemic things have lifted a little bit mm -hmm. we're still very much in COVID times uh but things are are, are much better than they were when we started the podcast, mm -hmm. which was we started it in the shutdown. Yes. So uh, I think that that, you know, we're kind of learning, getting back to old routines or a new routine. Yeah. Well, you we're know? not holed up in the house like we once were. Yeah. So we yeah. We get to the weekend and it's like, well, these take a long time to record. So mm -hmm. especially the, the, the episodes with guests. Yeah. 
And if if you've been a guest, you know what we're talking about. Um, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. But yes. So let's go ahead and dive into this because yeah. we've been kind of just to let you guys know, like, what's the future of the podcast? So first of all, the plan is right now we're going to do two more episodes with this season. We're going to do mm-hmm. Bolt and we're going to do The Princess and the Frog, mm-hmm. uh, both with very special guests. And then we're going to take two weeks off. Mm-hmm. We're going to then that next week, we're going to do The Iron Giant, which was the winner oh, of yes. our in-betweener. Mm-hmm. Uh, brackets. We're gonna take another two weeks off, and then we decided to kind of take a little more time off. So we'll do we'll do two weeks Iron Giant, two weeks, and then I have decided we're going to do Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, because that was number place, two, yeah. And then take another two weeks off, and then we'll start another season. Now the yeah. seasons we think from here on out, we're gonna try and condense them. We're gonna try and do some other stuff to kind of give us, you know, some more free time. We've been talking about. Uh, changing the format a little bit uh, that's kind of gone back and forth we'll figure that out yeah uh this is something i we haven't both pitched have some to thoughts you. on it so i haven't pitched you but the thought of doing like three episodes a month instead of four mm. so that we yeah. have like an off week or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. um you know we're not professional podcasters um if you would like for us to be professional co- podcasters i need each person who listens to this to get a hundred of their friends to also <laughs> listen to this podcast and then we can start talking yes uh, uh yes it is you know our free time and we very much have enjoyed it and it's been such a fun ride i think it's brought a- i'm worried you're sounding like it's been a fun ride it's going to continue to be a oh fun yes ride. yes yes we're not done but i yes. i'm but we're reflecting on a hundred episodes yes. and so i'm just saying that it's been Way more fun than I think I ever thought it would be. I don't know. We are both, well, I am a completionist. I think you kind of are too. Um, or not as much as I am. I don't think as much as you are, especially so, with video games. I also yes. play way more video games than you do. So if I was a completionist, like, yeah, it'd be that's a real true. problem. That's true. When you play a video game, you like do a few, like one video game and you finish it. Yes. I play it enough to go, I understand what this game is getting at. Well, yeah, it's also thing. that's your job. Right. Uh, but so I don't think I ever saw us quitting outright, Mm -hmm. at least through Disney, at least through like Disney present, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't think I ever thought about would we be doing this two years later, three years later, right? Well, yeah, because when we started, it was just going to be the main stories. And And it was just going to be full episodes every week and we would have been done by now. And then we started the guest episodes Part of the reason they take so long to do is because we get friends from out of town who we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And it ends up like on top of recording, uh, you know, sometimes two hours worth of a podcast. Mm-hmm. There's watching the movie and also us catching up with people. Yes. And I will say that's been my favorite part. I think yes. I, I've really I think our guests I, I've said this, I think, in every mailbag episode. I went ahead and went back and listened to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think our guests really bring a different viewpoint, a different perspective. And I just have really, really enjoyed reconnecting with folks that we haven't seen in a while. Some folks we are very good friends with. Some one of us are good friends with, but the other isn't. Mm -hmm. Some are more acquaintances that we've like met along the way. Like we've got a mix of how we know people. Well, and that's been a lot of fun. It's also fun because this is the episode right before bolt, which is the episode, which is, I think our first episode where no one who's, on the podcast has, has watched seen it. it. Yeah, which Gretchen was a lot will of be fun. Our, our special guest, and she was just like, "I just want to watch a dog movie." Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. yeah. So that's a fun di- new dynamic uh, we're bringing. Um, 
you know, so yeah, so that's the plan. So the next season, I think regardless of what happens, the seasons are going to be shorter than they have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I will we'll map them out a little more. I think there's only going to be one more Disney season, and then we're caught up. And then we're caught up, which for the is most crazy. Part. I, I think I think I'm going to draw the line at Encanto, regardless of something else comes out. I don't think anything's on the horizon. Well, and then I think we can always revisit it. Yes, when we're doing other things, we'll, but yeah, we'll fold them in. Like this season, we're also folding in uh the brandy cinderella yes that was a promise we made to listeners in one of the mm-hmm. mailbag episodes so that is still coming uh it just got kind of moved around in the yeah, schedule so we'll, we're gonna do uh we have a guest and we're gonna do a full full episode for that i think there's another one that's a little oh i found out i screwed up the timeline on enchanted we should have been done enchanted before bolt oh so, well so we still we could. are going to oh no we're not Okay. Listen, you we, we're we're taking a break, but Enchanted is also a good one to come back on. Oh yeah, that is a fun uh, one. To the come next back season, on. and we'll hopefully go all the way to Encanto. But like I said, we're going to start maybe dropping off a little bit when we start getting tired, especially since we're putting all the mini tales in between. Which that's another thing is we're kind of adding a lot of stuff. We have been over the time to the mini tales. Um, people have asked us, are you ever going to do the live action stuff in an earlier uh, mailbag episode? The yes. answer, of course, as you most of you know, is yes now. Um, yeah. Not just the live action remakes, but we've been doing, we did Turner and Hooch, which brings in a lot of the more, uh, you know, PG and underrated mm-hmm. touchstone films. Someone had asked, I don't remember, it was from their first mailbag episode yeah. about uh, Swiss Family Robinson, Swiss which Fam- I've never classics. seen. Now, I, I do have a thing of classics with 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, okay. F- Swiss Family Robinson, uh, The Absent Minded Professor, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, the computer wore tennis shoes. I think. Uh, on yeah, my, uh, that's that's when you wanted to do. Yes, mm-hmm. that's we got we got to even if it's a mini tale, we got to get Joe on for that because Joe, there's a there's a weird computer wore tennis shoes joke from the origin of how I know Joe. Oh, that's interesting. Which is a web series he did based on like working at a comic book store, and there was a whole episode about people trying to get free passes to movies because that's what this store did. They mm-hmm. get, you know, like, yeah. there's a screening. So their big joke was they have, oh, man, you got passes for the computer wears tennis shoes too, which I think at the time was a really funny joke. But, like, if they did, like, a legacy sequel to the computer wear tennis shoes, I wouldn't be super surprised. Yeah. Now. Well, and we should say, if you don't know who Joe is, he was on our crossover episode. One of the 16-bit gladiators. And... This is a good point to segue in in our first mailbag episode. Oh man, I got to fi- let's play let, let's take a real quick break while I find that voice Well, let me intro it. Like talk a little bit about it okay. for folks who don't remember. In our first mailbag episode, we played a voicemail from our first ever caller on the hotline and we thought it was real and we bleeped out his name. He was Jim from Forney. Jim from Forney, uh, Forney, Texas. And uh, it was a hilarious call, and it brought us so much joy. And For over a year. For over a year. Was, he called on September 21st, 2020. So go and look at when we released the 16-Bit Gladiators crossover, and that's when, that's after when the, <laughs> the microphones went off. Joe, we made a joke about, oh my gosh, we have to play you guys this voicemail. And Joe said, wait, what? You didn't realize that that was yes. me? So apparently, Joe used to be a late night 
radio DJ. And that in was Dallas. like a character or, or something yes, that he, he did. Would call other people's shows or something and call and be Jim from Forney asking dumb stuff. But now let me let me just play this again. What I will say is I heard it because we played it on the first mailbag. Yes. And what I will say is once I heard it, I was like, oh, that's definitely Joe. Well, the but f- without like comparing it or thinking Joe did that, thinking it was just a random call. Now, you've listened to the mailbag more recently, but if I recall correctly, I posited that this was either an absolutely real call or whoever was doing it was a comic genius. Yes. So, so Joe, Joe, you are a comic genius. Yes. So here we go. Let's hear from Jim from Forney. Hey. Is Jim from Forney, Texas. I called to try to find some tripods. I thought this was a number for Yo Tripod. Uh, I'm in need of some tripod assistance, so that way I could set up some cameras on tripods. Uh, I, I can't be a monopod. It's got to be tripods. Uh, I only work in threes. You give me a call back, uh, that'd be fantastic. I don't know nothing about no princesses. Uh, don't know what that has to do with tripod. Again, Jim from Forney, trying to call Yo Tripod. I think this is the right number. Thank you. God bless. Okay. It was so okay. brilliant. <laughs> so I I still love it. I can. I can kind of hear Joe. In I there. can hear him in it. If you but now say that so, I know I, him, I. Yes. I can hear him, but I can kind of hear his voice. But he does it, uh, just that. It's so good. It's great. And the God bless at the end can't be monopod. Like I like. I only work in. I so <laughs> what I do is I splice these in, but I also play them live so we can kind of get the energy off of them. Yeah. And w- listeners, we're dying laughing during this thing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's great. Joe, thank you. Like I, I kind of wish you'd never told me. I kind of wish like. Joe, I'm here to see you on your... I can't believe this is your deathbed and you asked for me to see you. Why did you want me to see you? <laughs> Ryan, there's something I must tell you. Lean close. He's like, I'm Jim from Forney. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about uh, some of the future stuff we want to do. Sure. We've talked about... So the, the, the unofficial plan right now is Disney season, Don Bluth season. So the next one after this will be a Don Bluth one. And I don't think we're going to do all the Don Bluth movies. I think some of the, the, the other ones we'll do is mini tales. Okay. Like Pebble and the Penguin. Now here's a question. Mm-hmm. When we do Don Bluth season, will we then do mini tales of other things mixed in between? Some other things, but there's plenty of Don Bluth stuff. Like I have a plan. I would, would like to get the 16-bit gladiators back on to go over the Don Bluth video games. Oh, cool. Which are the Laserdisc can kind of see. Yeah. Talk about those. I've got some, some stuff that's Don Bluth related, but it will also be Disney stuff mm. and doing some other things like that. Yeah. Um, so then we'll take another break and do Pixar. Pixar will probably take two seasons. Yes. I'm very excited for Pixar. I kind of almost want Pixar before Don Blues. I think but... we should do something that's a little bit older. Yeah. Like no, doing, you're right. You're there's right. a lot of nostalgia involved in what we do. Mm-hmm. And I think Don Bluth is a little bit older. Um, and then I'd like to do, I have like a couple ideas after that, uh, including doing, you know, studio I think we, I want to do Studio Ghibli, but I are Ghibli, but I don't know if a, a whole season if that we're going to be able to maintain it because I don't know it's going to be as nostalgic for you as it has been. I think we're going to lose a lot of energy for that. So I think doing that as part of a uh, Oscar 
best animated. Mm. We talked about doing like all the best animated nominees, yeah, and, except the ones we've done in pre in Disney and Pixar. Yeah. Also, um, we had talked about. I think these were mini tales, though. Are we continuing the Disney afternoon? Doing the Disney afternoon. Uh, well, let me do the, the other season we're thinking about doing is Jim Henson. I've got a Jim Henson oh, yes, season yes, mapped yes. out because I think he's got. And while he's not animation. Um, I think it's an interesting, it's a nostalgic, interesting art form that ha- that he's done so many different weird stuff. And we are first and foremost, I think, a nostalgic. Well, it's interesting because that's a fun thing because too. Because I we think started as just a Disney animation, just podcast. very all Disney and animation. But I think as we've explored this, and as we're a hundred episodes in. I would call us a nostalgia podcast. Yeah, whose uh, main focus is, is Disney animation. and animation yeah. at the moment. Right. It's it's kind of like you know, it, there's a little bit of a this feels like something we cover on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think Jim Henson has such like ranging past his death into like the Muppets continuing and yeah. Jim Henson Creature Shop continuing all that stuff. I think that'd be an interesting season to do. And then that's that's plenty. Yes, that's more than <laughs> enough. It's more than enough. Mm-hmm. The spreadsheet I have of all the movies of the five hundred to six hundred movies that we could do as many tales or whatever is 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 it has makes been a fun. It makes Ryan excited. It makes me overwhelmed. <laughs> I love it. It's very. It's it's. If you ever want to see that, get at me. I'll I'll, I'll let you guys know. Seven oh seven. Yo, TRPD one. Uh, actually, don't call me about a spreadsheet. Email <laughs> us, and I'll send you to. I don't know. I would just read the link off to you in a return uh, call. Um, that's another thing I found out. If you're did that, you're touching. Oh, sorry. That's another thing. If if you don't um, want to call us, you could apparently message us. And we could just read it that way if you want to message someone. Oh, that's some cool. Text message us. Anyway, so that's that plan there. Uh, we talked about doing other stuff for uh, mini tales, doing live action Disney, continuing Disney. Everything we've started will continue. Disney mm-hmm, the child childhood trauma yeah. theater. Uh, that's a well we're gonna go back to for a while. Um, live action Disney. The di- what I'm calling the Disney sports uh, thing. Which oh is yes, both yes, yes. The comedy sports stuff. And the uh, Disney kind of more triumphant, uh, you know, miracle, invincible, mm-hmm. uh, million dollar arm, stuff like that. Um, we're also going to throw little giants in there. Yes, even we though, are. Even though that's not really technically Disney. Whatever, we threw Turner fine. and Hooch in there. So Again, Touchstone is owned by Disney. I so think I can find a way to make it connect. Rick Moranis is in it, so that's true. That. And Ed O'Neill, Ed don't o- forget about him. I think Rick Moranis, but I'm saying he has more of a Disney connection with Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's true. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I have promised this, and I don't know how we're going to work it in, but we are going to. I've decided. We talked about this in an earlier episode. Get Tara to watch Back to the Future and get her thoughts <laughs> on it, um, and finally get that out of the way because mm-hmm. again, nostalgia podcast. And yes. I think that one kind of qualifies for childhood trauma theater because of the. Some of the strange, uh, mm-hmm. the way I know what yes, you're talking yes. about. But um, so, let if me there's see. one other person out there who hasn't seen it, <laughs> there's a couple future episodes I'd like to talk about that um, you know are some big ideas I have. We have promised a live action episode of uh, Tim Burton's Alice, Alice in, in Wonderland. Wonderland. Which We'd I like think to is, to get that going. Yes, and by live I mean a like Twitch stream or a YouTube live stream or something like that where we. Let everybody watch it and then we'll release it. You know, we'll watch it all together and you guys can comment while we're watching the movie. You know, do a one, two, three play thing and I'll hit play mm-hmm. at the same time. We obviously can't broadcast 
you know, Alice in Wonderland. And yeah. We'll, we'll talk during it and then we'll record afterwards. And as, as we're talking about it, people can like write in questions and we'll do that sort of thing. So that's, I'd like to do that this next season. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also come up with an idea at the, when we finished Disney, something I call the, the princess uh, movie draft. Have we talked about this? I'm not sure. So I'd like to get on some uh, special guests from previous episodes. Okay. I've talked to Jeremy about it, strangely. He, oh. was, he seemed to find this interesting. And then we talk about the thing that is kind of the breakdown of, of princess movies. You've got your princess, mm-hmm. your prince, yeah, your you know uh, parental figure, your mm-hmm. uh, um, villain, your sidekick, your henchman, your, your song. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not song. Maybe we'll hold that off. But things like that. So then we get all of those from all the movies and we do, or at least a few of them that we can pick from. And then we do like a snake draft where like, oh, I go, that would I'm, be fun. you know, I go first and I go, well, I'm going to pick a princess mm-hmm. and then you go and you're like, okay, I'm going to choose Ursula for my villain. And then Got like it. you, you fill your positions like you would a fantasy football draft. Mm-hmm. And then we'll each go away for like 10, 15 minutes and write like, this is the fairy tale I'm presenting. It's like, oh, I love that idea. It's something they did on uh, James Bonding podcast where they picked like everybody picked the gadget, everybody mm-hmm. picked the villain, the henchman, and then they all wrote. And then they it was funny because they're they're like James Bondy names were fun. I don't think we yeah. really did a Disney, but like we write like a little story and we get a few people to come and do that. So if you're a past guest, you'd like to do that, come back. That's I really like that a lot. The other thing I'd like to do, which is going to lead us into our next segment, but first I'd like to talk about what I like to call villain's court. Okay. Which is we will go back. People, if you think a villain deserves their day in court, if you think they were wrongly ranked by us, for example... We always talk about Lady Tremaine. Yes, and well, and you want Little John to be higher. Little John's not in the villain. No, mean, I'm Prince, Prince John. John. I always say Little John and mean Prince John. Um, yes, so that's the thing. We will have our. They will have their day in court. And we will <laughs> decide what that means. We will have a defense and a prosecution. Uh-huh. Interesting. And we will each argue. We'll have opening statements. Okay. Identical. It's I. Uh, we will for do. all those my cousin Vinny fans out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we will we will do that. Um, I'm very uh, planning on that. So with the the announcement of Villains Court, I would like to do something now. We didn't really talk about this. That's fine. Um, I kind of like being surprised on these mailbag episodes. <laughs> so I would like to read the the villains ranking, top to bottom, as it is right now. Well, bottom to top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I think some people hear about it and they, they kind of know what it is. We've got a link to it. Uh, uh, you know, it's on all of our social media. I put links to it all the time. Um, but I, I think some people like kind of understand the concept of it. But like, let's see where we are. Because I believe currently we have 69 villains currently wow. on our list. That's which great. Insane. Um, and I went through today. I actually took out the one... We have 68 villains. I apologize. 69 includes the one that we've already recorded. I put in there. Oh, okay. We have 68 villains, um, and I will read them backwards. I think it's... The villains ranking is one of my favorite things we've done, and I'm glad not to toot my own horn, but I... I mean, you created it. Yes. It's infallible. Well, no. A scientist in a lab. Yes, 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 yes. So let's go backwards. For everyone wondering, we're going to now start with number 68 and work our way backwards okay. to number one. Now remember, this isn't has nothing to do with our preference for the villain, not how much we like them, though that's included in their ranking. Mm-hmm. This is undisputably where they rank <laughs> Got as, it. as a villainous 
character. And in you're these just movies. reading it. There's nothing else I need to be thinking about. No, not at all. Okay. So number sixty-eight is Aconcagua from Saludos Amigos. Sixty-seven is Captain Gantu from Lilo and Stitch. Sixty-six is Doctor Terminus from Pete's Dragon. Mm. Sixty-five is Edgar from uh, the Aristocats. Sixty-four is the Jack in the Box from Fantasia Two Thousand. Sixty-three is the Gogans from Pete's Dragon. Mm-hmm. Sixty-two is Bowler Hat Guy, aka Michael Goobyagoobian. <laughs> From which, which while he ranks row, he, low, he ranks high in names. Yagubian is like this, the funniest name I've ever heard in my life. Uh, from Beat the Robinsons. 61 is The Wolf from Make Mine Music, specifically the Peter and the Wolf segment. <laughs> 60, Mr. Winky missed from, from oh, Mr. Toad. He was something. 59 was Bill Sykes from uh, Oliver and Company. Oh, 59, sorry. Uh, 58 is Doris, a.k.a. did you know she her actual name is D-O-R-15? Like that is her like droid number. Oh, no, I like that even more. That's from great. From the Robinsons. Uh, number 57 is Stromboli from Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. 56, the MCP, Master Control Program from Tron. So the, the dumb face and the big mm. thing. Uh, 55 is Lumpjaw. Do you remember Lumpjaw? The bear from Oh Bongo. yes, yes, yes. Uh, number f- I d- if if the name is doesn't ring first, I need what it goes with, right, and yeah. then I remember. I just I w- that's what's funny about this is it's a character. You what I like about this list is it's so stupidly comprehensive, mm-hmm. <laughs> overly comprehensive. One yes. might say. Um, number fifty four is Ratcliffe uh, from Pocahontas. F- mm-hmm. Fifty three is Donald Duck's libido I'm from the Three Caballeros. Uh, 52, your absolute most favorite character, Amos Slade from Fox and the Hound. Boo! <laughs> 51 is Willie the Giant from Fun and Fancy Free. 50 is Teddy Totty. <laughs> Do you remember Teddy Totty? The opera man who killed oh, the, whale, yes. the, the whale who yes. could sing and make yes. my music. Uh, the Number 49, the Caddy Elephants. Mm-hmm. From Dumbo, yeah. Forty-eight Aunt Sarah from Lady and the Tramp. See, I think it would have been more fun if you had named them, and I had to tell say the movie. You want to try that? Okay. Well, we can try it from here on out, but I think the ones that were more obscure we've already passed. <laughs> well, okay. Forty-seven, Mister Scroop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Her eyes. No, 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 so no, no. Wide. Wait, 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 wait. He was the like bug creature, right? Mm-hmm, from... So Treasure Planet. Yes. Uh, Forty-six Monstro. Oh, Pinocchio. Uh, 45, Jenner. Jenner. From The Secret of Nim. Oh, okay. 44, Chef Louis. Oh, Little Mermaid. Uh, 43, Murloc the Magician. So you thought we'd gotten past I this. I know. Hold <laughs> on, hold on. Murloc the Magician. <laughs> Give me a hint. He was voiced by Christopher Lloyd. In DuckTales, the oh movie, my gosh. The Treasure of the Lost Land. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 43, or sorry, 42 is Honest John. Oh, that's Pinocchio. 41 is Alameda Slim. Oh my goodness, <laughs> my brain is mush. Hold on, Alameda Slim. Now that one sounds familiar. Alameda Slim. We've done it fairly recently. Although is I that think Home we on record- the Range? Yes. Okay. Uh, number 40 is Lyle Tiberius Rourke. In the movie, he was mostly just called Rourke. Atlantis. Yes. Uh, I don't thir- think I knew that was his full name. 39 is the Sheriff of Nottingham. Robin Hood. Uh, 38 is Mr. Dawes Sr. Mary Poppins. 
37 is the buoys. <laughs> okay, so I remember the buoys, but I can't remember what they were from. Was it Melody Make Mine? Time. Oh, Melody yes. Time. Melody Time. Uh, 36 is Sid. Toy Story. 35 is King Louie. Jungle Book. 34 is Prince John. You just Robin Hood. Yes. So I, in my head, I'm thinking, wow, this feels really hard. And listeners, I'm sure you're screaming when I'm pausing in between here, but like this is harder than I thought it was going to be. 33, The Horned King. That is Black Cauldron. 32, The Coachman. The Coachman. Uh, Pinocchio? Yes. Uh, 31, Shan Yu. Mulan. Yes. 30 is Man. <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> 29 is the Carnotaurs. Uh, dinosaur. 28 is Mrs. Crumb. Mrs. Crumb. Not a Disney movie, I will tell you that. Mrs. Crumb. I like can't even picture what she looks like. Uh, from Klaus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 27 is the Firebird. From Fantasia. Uh, 26 is Chernabog. From Fantasia. And I think you're going to get the rest of these pretty easily if you want me to just go through them. Uh, 25 is the Queen of Hearts. 24 Alice is, in Wonderland. I mean, do you want to do that? Yeah, keep, okay. I mean, we've done it this far. Is, 24 is Ka. Uh, Jungle Book. 23 is Percival C. McLeach. <laughs> uh, Rescuers. Uh, 22 is Clayton. Tarzan. 21 is Frollo. Hunchback. 20 is Sabor. Ooh, Tarzan. Uh, and then 19 is Lady Tremaine. Oh, uh, Cinderella. She's still in the top 20, which is yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's evened out a little bit more now that we've had more. Yes. I think she she, she could stand to go up a little more. Mm-hmm. But uh, was it 19? 18 mm-hmm. is Oogie Boogie. Nightmare Before Christmas. 17 is Radigan. Great Mouse Detective. 16 is Hades. Hercules. 15 is Madame Medusa. Rescuers Down Under. 14 is Yzma. Uh, I almost said Kronk's new groove. Emperor's <laughs> new groove. That's the sequel. Yeah. Uh, 13, Shere Khan. Uh, Jungle Book. 12 is Gaston. Beauty and the Beast. 11, Mad Madam Mim. Sword sword in the stone. Yes. I still do that whenever <laughs> I, I do it a sword too, and yeah. a stone. Just a sword next to a stone. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and then now we're in the top 10. The Headless Horseman. Uh, oh my gosh. I know it. And it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Ichabod. Uh, Judge Doom. Judge Doom. Judge oh, Doom. Roger Rabbit. You just See, have no love for Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. It's more of just like my, I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's, this has been a really interesting insight into my brain, really I think. Eight is Captain Hook. Uh, Peter Pan. Seven is Maleficent. Sleeping Beauty. Six is Evil Queen. Uh, Snow White. Five is Scar. Lion King. Four is Jafar. Aladdin. Three is the Sanderson Sisters. Oh, I forgot that they were in this. Uh, Hocus Pocus. Two is Corella and one is Ursula. 101 Dalmatians, Little Mermaid. I almost think Maleficent should be a little bit higher. It's interesting. You have to take it up in Villains Court. And that's the thing that's going to go felt, Villains Court. I felt good about her ranking when we did it. I don't think she needs to be one, but now that I know she's seven, that's interesting. I would say all what I would do, I, I like where she is, but I think we the Sanderson sisters, I think we got in the spirit of Halloween. That <laughs> could we got be super true. Excited. That could be true. Um, the sequel's coming out, so they may, 
it may diminish them a bit in our eyes. I think I think they're a good uh, proponent for moving down mm, in the villains' court. Yeah, but that's all coming in the future. You well, guys. listeners, I hope you enjoyed uh, that little <laughs> insight into how slow my brain is working this evening. Um, real quick, uh, something we promised to talk about. Let's get a little serious before we get back to the questions and everything. Okay. We talked about talking about. We talked talk about, about talking about. about. I'm a professional podcaster. Talk, 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 um, talk. Again, if you want me to be a professional podcaster, everyone get 100 of your friends to start listening to this podcast. So I'll even start with 50 of your let's friends. Let's do 50. Let's do, Come on, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm practically giving this to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the politics. People had co- had has been putting stuff on social media about a lot of the stuff going on in Florida right now and how it relates to Disney. It's obviously a very, like, A, serious, and B, uh, current event. Um, and we kind of kept pushing it off because it always felt weird to just talk about it. Like, well, we're, not a, we're not a podcast that does things current. We're all looking at past stuff. And typically. also, depending on when we record and when it's released, yeah. we weren't really sure what would be relevant, what would be current. The situation was ongoing and changing and continues to be. I think mm-hmm. some of it was resolved somewhat, but um, it well, definitely took... Well, there's been took, other twists and turns. Yeah, and it definitely took a lot of voices and squeaky wheels and however you want to say it to really, um, to really kind of have Disney put their money where their mouth is, so essentially. So put their money where their mouse is. Ooh. Ooh, even better. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Okay, I promise to be serious. Yes. Because this is a very serious issue. And, and yeah, I yeah, I don't want to make light of the issue because right. the issue itself is very serious. But if if you know Tara and I, and if you've been following the podcast and the social media, I don't think it comes as a surprise to you um, how we feel about this, especially if you follow our Instagram because I know we've lost a few followers. Uh, and it to, to remind folks who maybe aren't as in tune to it it's the don't say gay bill right it's the don't say gay bill it's basically a bill with you know the the argument behind it is it doesn't actually say don't say gay and we'll get into that in a second but it's the bill that is is uh it is keeping teachers from talking about um sexual orientation uh and gender identity to children at a certain age and the problem with that is is the muddiness of the language you know it doesn't say don't say gay bill but it says you're not supposed to talk about sexual orientation so what if a kid has gay parents what if a kid has two moms two dads what if a kid is starting to feel um you know they're finding their gender identity you know they can't talk to teachers about teachers who are a big part of their life and Mm -hmm. you know that sort of thing and where does it where does it end you know it's also you know similar to the you know a lot of different bad legislature that's going on in texas where the bills are being passed with such vague language that it's 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 up to interpretation, up to interpretation. and that's where it gets pretty dicey. Yes. I mean the bill itself is not great, but then if the language is not specific, which I think is intentional, um just an opinion here, uh then leaving it up to interpretation means it can be a much uglier consequence or circumstance yeah. for individuals yeah it's a terrible bill it's a, it's 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 a it's a it's a violation of human rights i'll just put that out there for a lot of different reasons and it's unfortunate because because it passed we're starting to see it you know getting pushed around in other states whether they get it gets passed or not and um, so how disney connects how disney connects is recently after that they found out that a lot of disney campaign dollars we're going to um, 
these politicians that were pushing that bill. Now, this should come as no surprise to people because even most corporations that are, you know, half the size Disney Disney is puts money into a lot of different campaigns, you know, basically, you know, first of all, they put them into, you know, business friendly, I'm doing air quotes, uh, candidates, which tend, you know, if you're a, a huge corporation tend to be Republican candidates. Um, but they tend to spread the money around a lot of political, uh, well, into what benefits them as far as like where their perks are located. Partly, but also it's, it's, they put, they put their money in a lot of different places because it's like, you know, we have a lot of money to spend and I'm going to bet on everything. Yeah. You know, they go, you remember us when you're in office, they don't like, you know, so what then not that I'm defending Disney, but like everyone then going this, you can't back those people. Disney was kind of like, oh, well, we didn't know. It's like, well, yeah, because you just frivolously give your money to politics and that's an issue. Uh, that's its own issue. Yeah. But Disney for a long time was like Bob Chapek and a lot of people were doing like the most minimal amount of lip service of to make, quote unquote, you know, both sides happy. They're like, well, we, we, you know, uh, they're trying not to pick a side. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they were like, well, we, you know, will continue to, uh, uh, promote gay people in the stories we tell, which as we've said on this podcast is absolute bullshit. <laughs> like they tear his eyes. Cause she doesn't want to quack that out. Yeah. Um, no, but, but like, also because of that statement, I mean, we've, we very much have gone into, when they cut it out, when movies go to it's, other countries, it's easily removable. It's tokenization, and it's, it's also, it's also you know not very concrete. It's a lot of like, well, they could be in a relationship, yeah, like, or wink, they wink. could like each other. Yeah. As far as LeFou and you know, um, in the live action, and well, that was yeah, easily, easily cut, a, cut, cut out. Cut uh, but yeah, so we've we've touched on that in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is clear that. That is not something that they're doing. So rightly so, and this is this is my soapbox I'm gonna get on. Okay. Rightly so, people said that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Disney, you are not doing enough. You need to stop, you know, giving money yeah. to this. You need to come out and say what you mean and it, it's specifically against the bill. And for a while there was a lot of online outrage. And, putting and, your money where your mouse is. Putting money where your mouse is. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, using I it. I wish I would have thought of it. But also my my soapbox my soapbox specifically I'm standing on is the power of 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 a voice. It's it's mm. important to to voice your opinion because Disney has come out and said like no we're not backing this 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 bill is wrong we are against it you know have have really pushed against against this now that's what what's important to me is you know like I think some people are like yay Disney you did it no that's not what I believe what I believe is we did it the people who complained the people who said. You know, that's the kind of change. Well, and I would imagine, too, maybe some of their employees. You know, I've seen a lot on social media of folks who work day in and day out in the parks and, you know, um, making sure their voices are heard because they're working for that organization as well. Corporations. Corporations. Or corporation, I should say. Do not care about people. They don't. They don't care about their employees. What they care about is their dollar. Now, if their employees being happy means they, like anything they do that seems good is because at the end of the day goes to dollar value. Mm. I I truly believe that. Anything that's, any, any business that's above a certain amount of people. And it's just how much, like how close they are to the to, to, to the people or those. But sorts of if things. you had a bunch of unhappy people working at Disney, that's what I'm saying. But the that, experience of Disney for the 
park goer would not be nearly as right. good. Well, you have a whole bunch of people leave. You have a whole bunch, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. So that's why. And also, if everybody's going, you know, so that's what I'm saying is Disney isn't going to do anything because it's the right thing. Corporations don't do anything. It's the right thing. So we as as a people need to make our voices heard. And as patrons. As patrons need to make our voices heard. Need to vote, vote with our vote or not vote with our dollar where it goes mm-hmm. and do those sort of things. And I think that's what happened here. And it's not over. It's No, it's still an ongoing situation. There was a, a speech I heard from a, a senator recently. Um, is a Michigan state senator. But she said something at the end. It's a, so it's a whole different thing, but it's also because, well, it was because she was getting called a groomer because that's the new thing is is these conservatives, these Republicans are saying, well, you want your kid to learn, little kids to learn about sex, so you're a groomer, which is, is diminishing the actual term groomer and I don't have time to go into that but we'll but that's some of the flashback the, the newest pushback that Disney's receiving is uh, as DeSantis Governor DeSantis is starting to go well let's change some of those Florida laws we have that have benefited Disney for so long and that's why Disney's money was going where it was going is yes. because they didn't want this situation Which, the fact that disney basically again not runs, defending them but well that's, that's what, what they're concerned about they're taking back something disney has basically had political political and governatorial control over the county that disney world resides in mm. for a while which has made things easier for them to do to pass things whereas in i know california it's much harder right so it's easier for them to do things and now governor DeSantis is like well maybe we'll take those back which is Okay, a I, I don't believe a corporation should own a own a county, but also it's pretty transparent why he's doing that. He's like, oh, you don't like my mm. bill? How about this? Which is blatant abuse of power, and 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 so it's important that we keep pushing, you know, because Dis- Disney will start being like, well, maybe we shouldn't do this. Well, no, we need to make sure that these are the type of things they stand for. Mm-hmm. If if we're if they're going to receive our money, if they're going to receive our patronage, et cetera, et cetera. So that's our our political... And that's our stance on it. So uh, maybe we'll lose a few of you. I hope not. I hope not. So we've done that. Let's (laughs) Now that we've done our our political uh, uh, thoughts, let's get back to the questions. Okay. The stuff we have. We have some Is this going to be a two-part episode? No. Or this is going to be one long episode for folks to listen to? It's our 100th episode, Tara. Okay. It's just... All right. (laughs) So our first question uh, comes from Jedi Master Alex on Instagram. What is your? Do you think is the most underrated animated feature in each each decade since 1980? Now, I don't know if he meant every animated feature. I don't know what. We're, so I kind of gov. I kind of doctored this question a little bit. So I'm going to read to you from the three decades we've covered. Oh, thank so you. You have a list for yes. me. Thank you uh, so much. And we're just going to do the movies we covered and you tell us which you think is is the is the most underrated. So okay. for the 1980s, we have we covered The Fox and the Hound, Black Cauldron, Great Mouse Detective, Roger Rabbit, Oliver and Company and Little Mermaid. The most underrated. I'm just doing the Disney ones. We also did uh you know, we'll just do the Disney ones. The so they most go. underrated. I have my answer. Would you like me to do my answers first? Because I've thought about these a little more. Yeah, I've not thought about it at I all. I think The Great Mouse Detective is the most underrated. I think The Fox and the Hound is about as rated as it should be. I think Black Cauldron is underrated because I think Black Cauldron is considered garbage and I actually liked it. But I don't think it's objectively better. Great Mouse Detective, Roger Rabbit, uh, Oliver and Company is ranked just fine. Roger Rabbit and Little Mermaid are like masterful pieces er, of art. Yes. They're not uh, underrated. So to me, Great Mouse Detective. Oliver and Company, I feel like, is underrated sometimes, though. Do you think it's the most underrated? 
I think there's parts of all. I think of all of them. I was most willing to go back to Great Mouse Detective. But that makes it underrated because you wanted to go back to it. I think it's underrated. Yeah. I don't know that that defines something being underrated, does it? Well, when you come up with your own answer, you can set the guidelines by which. For me, when I think underrated, I I think I mean like one that didn't get a lot of praise or one that didn't. I think the difference between where I think most people rate it and where I actually think the quality of it is is greatest for a great mouse detective. Okay. So I think I think Black Cauldron's pretty good. But I think it's rated pretty low, so it'd be like the second to me. I disagree with that because I didn't. You didn't like care it, yeah. for Black Culture. I thought Fox and the Hound is about as good as everybody thinks it yeah. is. <laughs> and I, I think Oliver and Company is a little bit better than people think it is. That's what I would say. So I think Oliver and Company leans to underrate it, and I would agree with Great Mouse Detective. Okay, 1990s, Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Mm, <laughs> your spell check. Thank you. Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Lion King, Goofy Movie, Pocahontas, Toy Story. Now, it has James and the Giant Peach here, but I we did not watch this, so I don't know why I put that on there. I was probably going, just writing it down quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunchback, Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. Okay, I need you to say the list one more time. Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Nightmare Before Christmas, Lion King, Goofy Movie, Pocahontas, Toy Story, Hunchback, Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. Uh, Rescuers Down Under. That was mine too. And I think... There's now a cult following of the Goofy movie, but at one point there wasn't. I agree until, when it came out, but but now th- presently that's it's not rated the case. It's high. it's been hyped for me. I think Goofy movie was properly underrated because I was like, oh, yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. Ex- but th- the '90s are the the Renaissance, so a lot yes. of those are hyped up and for good reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and 2000, which I think is going to be an interesting one. Fantasia 2000, Dinosaur. Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch. I can never get that right. The first time. <laughs> uh, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, Home on the Range, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons. I have my answer. Would you like to hear it? Brother Bear. Okay. For me, and maybe Dinosaur. Home on the Range is my choice. I think Home on the Range is considered a piece of garbage, and I thought it was not only okay, but pretty entertaining i agree i really liked it but i also felt like i've never heard anybody talk positively about brother bear or or have you i've heard a few people talk about brother bear uh dinosaur at least got a ride so that to me feels like somebody had some oh, faith I guess in it that's i don't true. know but home on the uh, range but has yeah just... i would agree home on the range also has an amazing villain song yes i think home on the range was the one one of the ones i was dreading the most that you plugged pleasant. multiple times saying oh boy we're getting close we to go. home on the like, range it also we talked about it you can go listen to our home on the range episode it spoke to a lot of things we really enjoy as far as style and uh placement like it was in texas mm-hmm. the setting and all of those things but i think i think it's worth giving a try if you haven't watched it yeah mm-hmm. i would agree with that um this is from uh, Amelia via Other Ryan. Uh, oh. Favorite song so far? Fa- like any song. Any uh, Of the songs oh we've done. Oh my goodness. That's such a hard, hard question. <laughs> so mine will always oh. be Friend Like Me because I feel like I always sing it. But I was shocked at how much um, 
Alameda Slim's song, the Yodel. I love that song. Yeah, the that is song. not my favorite song to date. Poor Unfortunate Souls, I think. Yes. I, th- I, think, I think I've, I've got to, or Poor Unfortunate Soul. I'm pluralizing it. Yes. Um, but I think I have to say, I I love that. I love that Ursula song that gets me deep in mm-hmm. my core. But I also really liked Alameda Slim's as far as like a I, more present song. I think that's the most surprising song. Yeah, we also haven't gotten to Encanto. And I basically oh, love every songs. single yeah, song yeah. from Encanto. Pick one and I'll be behind What's, you in it. Is there one that was like a particular earworm that you remember? Because that, I mean, it's worse for me. From what we've done in the what past. We've d- what we've done so far. Because I can tell you mine right off the top of my head. Carilla DeVille. That was one. That was an earworm for mine a while. Is one little slip from Chicken Little. Like all the time. I I'd be like, one little nope, slip. Totally. In one ear, out the other. It must Didn't even know been, what you're talking it about. It must have been put into my brain when Parker was little. Probably. Probably. I'm trying to think if there were any other ear. I'm sure there were along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I, can't think of it off the top of my head. So this is from uh, one spiky girl twenty one on Instagram. I love the Instagram names; they're so fun. So she is on the Discord with me and Carly. Oh, okay. And she has actually sent us. She did a Alice in Wonderland thesis paper that I haven't read. Oh, and I think it'd be a good thing fun. for us to look at before yeah, the live episode. The live episode. Okay. So uh, uh, Mariana will get to that then. Um, I actually, that's the first time I've ever said your name out loud, so I hope that's how you pronounce it. Have you guys considered filming your recordings to post on YouTube? Oh. I would like to point out that right now my wife is in a Whataburger Snuggie. I would own the Whataburger Snuggie. I'll take a picture (laughs) in it right now and post it on the Facebook page. I have no problem with that. Um, Uh, But no, we've never thought about that. We usually don't look our best, though, when we're recording. Uh, We are not uh, selfie ready or video ready. I mean, I guess we could do like a fun one, but I don't think it would be an every episode thing. I have no interest. In, oh, okay. In then I guess a video because audio is enough medium for me to. That's to fine. Edit. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, we'll probably we'll may put the video up from the live live show. Mm. Um, I think people kind of want us to have more of a us presence on social media. Oh, so maybe we'll do some. I more mean, pictures you know what? Selfies. We'll do some. We'll do, you know, it would be funny. <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought about this just we, now. We may we may bleep this you out. You know what so would be hilarious if we would just start posing for couple pictures like prince and princesses. So look up like how does Sleeping Beauty pose with the prince? How does like Ariel pose with Eric? Like just look for like still shots and then we recreate them. We don't necessarily dress like them. We just pose like them in pictures. This may, we may be on to something. I kind of love it. Um, I, yeah, I have no interest in, in having this be a video podcast. I actually, I'm on a couple podcast groups where people go like talk about filming and I'm like, it's not really a podcast. If no, to me, that's, glasses to me that's just a YouTube show. I guess like, that's true. I appreciate whatever. the question though. I think, I think there's something to be said about the audio medium. I do appreciate the question. Um no, I don't see us, <laughs> I don't see us doing this. But you got some other ideas out of us. Mm-hmm. Uh I think a gem this as is, far as I'm concerned. This is from Rebecca on uh sometimes people I don't want to give out their things cuz like her her is her Instagram handle is her first and last name. Oh, then yeah, that's so, yeah, that's so this understandable. This is from Rebecca on Instagram. Most underrated Disney movie. Ooh, of all time or of what we've done, we'll go with. I, I think I'm on a home on the range kick, but let me try and think of something else that was pretty underrated. I just have a hard time without looking at like a list of names in front of me to just pick something. Well, what's one that you watched that you were 
super surprised by. Home on the Range. Yeah. I also really, really liked Brother Bear. Now, that was a weird one for me because I didn't watch it with you. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I did really enjoy Brother Bear I wish so you, much more. I wish you had been there as a fly on the wall for Carly because when the twist comes at the end, and I was like, what? Well, I'm glad I wasn't there. We've gone over this in the episode in my little like addendum yeah. or whatever. But uh, that was one that really surprised me. I will say I've in- I think I've enjoyed almost all of what we've watched up to this point. What surprised me in... A negative way, mm-hmm. not negative way, but an unfortunate way, was a rewatch of Peter Pan and a rewatch yes. of Pocahontas, two yes. that I loved as a child. And again, go listen to our episodes. Um, but I'm I very knew to see Peter and Wendy. I knew they were problematic, mm-hmm. but having those connections and watching them as a child, and then watching them as an adult, and knowing what I know, um, so I would say that that. Not necessarily underrated, but more surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, our our final social media question is again from Other Ryan uh, on Facebook. Uh, favorite voice actor? I got to go with Robin Ooh. Williams. I got to go with Robin Williams. I think he, I think his story. Yeah. I mean, his story is a little unfortunate, like about them kind of using his thing, but him being like, I'm good. You know, he was a voice that was like so specific to him. The animation style changed. Something to fit that him. holds up, I think, as well. Yes. As for something that is so clearly dated, it is also timeless. still and still hilarious. Yes. I'm gonna throw in a couple others here too, though. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, Woody, is so good. Don't eat the car. <laughs> howdy, 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 howdy. Uh, that's the that's the the shark. Oh, <laughs> I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> I just blew out the mic when I laughed, I think. Um, Well, whoops, I quoted the wrong person. Uh, I mean, that's how good an imitation that was. Yeah. You forgot it was a shark. (laughs) The other one, and it might be because he just passed, Gilbert Godfrey's. I love yes. Love Iago. I just think there's there's so many good voices in that film in general. Jonathan Freeman's another good one. I want to put him on there because it's not it's like he's so attached to that voice that they cast him in the Broadway production of. Yes. As that character. Yes, as Jafar, right? Yes. Yes. Uh I mean, I could also go on Ursula. I can't recall and I I can picture her. Pat Carroll? Yes. Yeah. So that would be, I also want to put a lady voice in there. And I would say, okay, one more. <laughs> the voice of Ariel, too. Jody Benson. Jody Benson. Yeah. I would so say. That's what I'm here for is to remember. Thank you. Yeah. So I know, I know, Ryan, you asked for one. I can never uh, parse it down to just one. So. Okay. So now let's do emails. Okay. We have two emails. Our first one is from Bob. Happy 100th episode. Hi, Bob here, your resident conspiracy theorist. Yes. Sadly, I don't have any hot takes on recent movies you've covered, (laughs) but I do have a theory that you should pay attention to for one of your future episodes. I will try my best to avoid spolers. What is the movie? Tangled. Oh, okay. Yes. He does a good job. I've read this. Okay. Tangled is one of my favorite Disney movies, and I can't wait for the upcoming episode. I also really hope you cover the Disney series in a mini tale. We will, uh, because it builds so much on an already great story. Now to the theory. Gothel, who's the... the Mother Gothel, yeah. Gothel is the evil queen from Snow White. Pause for gasp. (laughs) (gasps) What? She never died. Instead, she escaped and (laughs) continued with her obsession for youth and beauty. Corona may even be the same kingdom hundreds of years later, meaning that Rapunzel is Snow White's descendants. 
Hmm. Both movies take place in the fairy tale equivalent of Germany. Gothel's look, dress, and the long belt thing that she wears are very similar to that of the evil queen. And best of all, a tiny spoiler from the TV show, she has a magic mirror. Mm. There are other similarities between the two movie worlds that I'm sure you'll notice when you watch the movie. I mean, Shorty has striking similarities to Grumpy, Happy, and the group. I, this will make more sense, I think, to more people who are listening, but I get where he's going with the right. Anyways, Gothel is definitely one of my favorite villains, and I can't wait to see where she matches up in the villain ranking. I have some great theories for some upcoming movies, including a pretty popular theory from Moana. Congrats on 100 episodes. See you on the other side. Yes, I love that. Thank you, Bob. I am really looking forward to Tangled, and maybe during one of our breaks, we'll watch it just for us, because that's we, what we've we decided, so... Uh, hello, Ryan and Tara. This is from Carly. Okay. Congratulations. Oh, hi, Carly. Congratulations on hitting 100 episodes. It has been wonderful to listen to your breakdowns and opinions about each film, as well as see your knowledge of animation tools and techniques grow over the episode. That- well, thank you, Carly, because you are uh, our expert, yes. one of our experts, you and Leanne. So I really appreciate that. Your passion and enthusiasm for each film, minus Pete's Dragon, is infectious. <laughs> Did she say that yes. in there? <laughs> yes. Especially when you bring guests on who are are passionate about a particular film like you carly uh i cannot wait to hear your thoughts on the next films as you enter the disney revival era question for both of you mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing you've learned about animation since starting the podcast oh man carly good question uh we'll go to the next question let's let's do on that one i really enjoyed i got so deep into into klaus and mm-hmm. the, the, the because I feel like I'd seen enough stuff like rotoscoping, like some stuff I really enjoy. It's 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 a medium like I kind of understood, but I feel like when someone went, I went like, oh yeah, that three D animated film Klaus, and I was like, no, that's two D animated, and like I was yeah. like, what? And <laughs> then watching the lighting effects, I was like, you remember? Because I was like, they're doing that, and you're like very kindly like, uh huh. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. but like you're like, you seem excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, the, yeah. Really well, crazy. you explained it to me, and it makes sense. I knew less. Yes about animation through this whole process. And I think what I've enjoyed is watching each technique adapt. Mm -hmm. You know, how they used the Xerox era, but how that informed them past that, right? And I, I have just found it really interesting to kind of see each era of animation and how it builds off of it. For me... Yeah, yeah, the chronology has been very interesting. For me, it's a lot like music history and that's my world, so for me, it's that like, was me touching you, going, yeah, like that's a good. Idea. Not for like, me, like if you think of rock and roll, rock and roll is a combination of jazz, rock and roll, well, <laughs> jazz, rhythm and blues. It has country influences, like it borrows from a lot of other styles, mm-hmm. and it made its own style. And I, I feel like animate as we followed each different. I don't know if it's a process or style in animation. I don't know what you call like the different. Yeah, I think both of those words. Um, work. But that's what I've found so fascinating yeah. is seeing what they borrow from previous styles and processes, processes, processes. and then what they say, okay, this is how we're going to do it different, or this is how we're going to push it. This is how we're going to, you know, Toy Story is another big one. Right. Uh, for me, it was really cool. Pixar is going to be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I go can't back wait. I cannot wait. And of course, seeing the um, progression of amazing and beautiful hair. <laughs> and no one does it better right Pix- now than Pixar. Encanto. I'm sorry. Encanto has some yeah, amazing But hair. you will say that whenever the next agreed, agreed. thing comes out. But Encanto's not Pixar, though. No. I guess you were just talking about in general. I was sorry, just yeah. talking about in general. You kind of focused on Pixar. I'm so but sorry. That's fine. But great question, Carly. 
Um, I I think a lot. The biggest thing I think of is 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 the lead up to Sleeping Beauty and then the jump to the Xerox era. Yeah, and the difference there that feels like to me and the watercolor like backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. like looking at like because those every frame of that is like a painting, and then yes. like Xerox is where we get more into production work and how do we like like get it out in a timely manner yeah Uh, her next part is also rewatching or watching for the first time is there any particular film you've completely changed your mind about compared to when you first watched or heard about it goofy movie (laughs) i I love goofy movie it has such just my style dad and energy um i've always loved it so i can't yeah but i i yes i i was like i mean i think everyone just likes it because you know, it's '90s nostalgia, blah blah blah, and it's legit. I legitimately, and I'm sure I, some of I enjoyed it because I went. I remember this from the '90s. I'm sure mm-hmm. some of it is '90s nostalgia, but you know what I mean. I think I, I thought people just liked it because they liked it when they were kids, and then they don't really put a critical eye on it. Whereas I was like, there's some really great stuff in this. Like, also, it's Goofy a, is wonderful. Goofy is daddy. Um, Goofy's great. <laughs> speaking of which, just as some of you have been enjoying the brackets on Facebook. I do want to point out our next bracket will be uh, Disney daddies who can get it for, for Father's, uh, Father's Day. Day. So we will be voting <laughs> on the the best, the, the Disney daddy oh, who can boy. get it the most. Mm. Um, I have my pick already already ready to go. Of uh, course. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't answer. You didn't. So go ahead. Again, it's so hard for me without a list. Uh, I'm trying to think back. I don't Pete's know. Pete's Dragon. <laughs> no, well, I feel like for the most part, most of them, Cinderella live action. Cinderella regular. like Cinderella I regular, about. I get. Yeah, Cinderella regular. I'm going to go with Cinderella. Uh, Cinderella OG. But <laughs> Cinderella also Vanilla. the live action. The live action was breathtaking. Yeah. But uh, the animated version of Cinderella, I was not excited for it. I was not disinterested i wasn't like oh man we got to watch cinderella but i was not pumped for it again go listen to our episode uh on cinderella but that surprised me pleasantly surprised me in mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. ways so let's end up with our voicemails we've okay got, we've got uh six of them listeners thank you for answering the call <laughs> literally and well, figuratively listener because four of those are from richard hey man so. i'll take it thank you richard <laughs> let's uh Let's start with a, a new caller. Ooh. Hey, Tara and Ryan, it's Justin. I'm calling for a suggestion. So my favorite Disney-related media to watch and enjoy and to cherish is the Let's Go to Disney World episodes of the old Friday Night ABC shows. Uh, TGIF. Yes, the old TGIF shows, like, Family Matters and Step by Step. Whenever they go to Disney World, uh, it's just the best. I mean, the Urkel episode uh, at the Epcot, it's, it's classic. There's just so much, so much nostalgia dripping in those episodes. I love it. So yeah, that's I would I would love to hear a Tara and Ryan Princess Diaries go through all of those uh, old TGIF go to Disney World episodes. Uh, all right, that's all I got. Uh, enjoy the show very much. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, and congratulations on 100 episodes. Take care now. Do you know Justin? Justin has a podcast called Easy Diz It, D-I-Z, where oh. he does like uh, travel tips and, and news about oh, Disney very and cool. stuff like that. Like travel tips for Disney. And okay, I will like have that. to check it out. Yes. 
It is. It, I've listened to a few episodes. It's good. Awesome. Well, Justin, thank you so much. That I don't know. That's a great idea. I don't know if Ryan will put this in, but while we were listening, <laughs> I literally screamed TGIF right before you said TGIF. Well, and then the way he said it sounded like he heard you. It sounded like, like we were yeah, in TGIF, conversation. It was like, wait, what's that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with this idea and I love it. You mentioned the Family Matters episode. Uh, I also love when Full House, I believe they go to Disney World as well. I think Step by Step may have gone to Disney World. He said Step by Step. Yeah, yeah. did you say Step by Step? That's the one I remember. But uh, I religiously was a TGIF gal. We, uh, we always watched TGIF and a lot of times it was with Jeremy. Like a lot of times we'd be over each other's houses and like we'd like, We'd be like, oh my gosh, what time it is? What time is it? And like, sit down to watch them. We should save some of this for the episode. But did you, when when you knew those types of episodes were coming on, like really try to watch those? Like, because sometimes I didn't, I didn't do TGIF every week. I did a lot. Oh, I. But if I knew they were going to Disney World, I was like, I gotta watch a Disney. Well, World Well, yes, episode. yeah, I loved the Disney World episodes. Yes. All, all, someone always gets lost, and someone. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I. It's also be fun to see like the similarities. Yes, to see good. if they hit the same story points or bullet points. But Justin. That's an amazing idea, and we will credit you for it and yes. do an episode on it. The other uh, similar episode we will have to do is Ernest Goes to Splash I knew, Mountain. I knew <laughs> it was going to be in there. I knew it. <laughs> okay, so here is our next call. Hey, guys. It's Other Ryan. Hope you're doing great. Really loving the podcast. Congratulations on 100 episodes. That's awesome. Um, I've really been enjoying, especially this latest stretch, we're getting into movies that uh, I haven't really seen and had dreaded watching. And sounds like you guys kind of shared that, like the uh, Home on the Range-ish movies. Uh, so now I'm encouraged. i got some more options to maybe watch the kids and some things to see uh, how they're doing. And Anyways, I also appreciate the uh, childhood trauma. Although I think you really underestimated the never-ending story. I'll tell you, uh, Sarah, especially for your comment, about kids not getting it. My kids saw that movie at ages 3, 5, and 7, and 10, and every time they understood uh, the devastating loss, even if they couldn't quite put it into words, you could see them feeling it and internalizing it. So it was definitely a traumatic experience for them, although we get to laugh at it now. Um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure may be one on there, because for a lot of us 80s kids, uh, there's one part in particular that was Horribly traumatic, and otherwise it was a really fun movie. Um, wanted to throw out the idea of some quick hit weeks, maybe like an episode where you just do the entire Rankin-Bass catalog in an hour, and you just run through with a few thoughts about each thing. I was really sad to see The Hobbit not make it through the, uh, the bracket, but, you know, I guess that's just what we get for being old. Hope you guys are doing well. Looking forward to the next episode. It's always so great to hear other Ryan. <laughs> you always just bring such a wonderful energy to your voicemails. Yes. And uh, when I listened back on the previous mailbag episodes, you did call in about Never Ending Story and suggesting that we do it for Childhood Trauma Theater. And I think you had just watched it with one of your younger children. Um, so I appreciating appreciate your feedback on all the different ages that they've seen it uh yeah it i like it that can he wreck like you. can mark their age yes. like it's not just like oh they've seen it a few times it's like i know exactly how the old they are by how i had to deal with it afterwards <laughs> by, the, by the aftermath yeah P 
Pee-wee's Big Adventure is definitely on the childhood yes. travel list. We've got some good ones. Um, it's it's uh, it, so the 500 600 movie list is a is a spreadsheet where I've got categories and then it creates other spreadsheets. I can it's the, overwhelming, can, it's, it's, but it's, it's other Ryan, you may love it. So maybe Ryan will send it to <laughs> My, you. But the 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 picking ones that have the childhood trauma. Uh, keyword in them is always my favorite list because I just think like man there's you know one scene that traumatized because going back and watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure I feel like that you know what scene he's talking about right the large Marge scene mm-hmm. and she looked just like this you know uh, yeah and it's it, going back and watching it is so silly but like that tr- that scared the heck out yeah of yeah and a lot of times with those films it is like one or two scenes yep. uh, Return Oz it's a lot but. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much so I'm I blocked so it out of that my was brain. The first one we did, and so I've good. seen it and had no recollection of it. Um, as for doing all the ranking and bass, no. However, <laughs> uh, my hope is that with us doing shorter seasons, we will get to every movie that was on that tweener list or at least most of them like i could care less if we do trolls i just wanted to put some newer ones in there but mm. we will do the hobbit at some point we and will brave do little toaster brave well that could toaster. be on we'll childhood trauma Gu- yes some of them are up for for childhood trauma. yeah fern gully is fern another Gully's one up there uh, prince of egypt prince of egypt uh we will 100 percent as god is my witness <laughs> we will do scooby-doo wrestlemania mystery i'm actually fine with you've that. seen it and you liked it oh yeah i have seen it it's where John Cena stops a boulder yes. with his bare hands. Yes, it's amazing. He's so strong. Uh, okay, so now we begin what I like to refer to as the Richard saga. So here it is, it is call number one from Richard. Hey, Taryn Ryan, this is Richard. First of all, I want to call and say thank you for doing the episode on uh, Turner and Hooch. I want to apologize if you are traumatized beyond belief by the ending, but I'm glad you guys had a chance to watch it. And hopefully, as I said on the Facebook group, have learned to appreciate Lady more. And that's one thing I think I like about the movie is that it kind of shows how, you know, a pet can really change a person. You know, in the beginning we see Scott Turner as basically just this loner, this, uh, you guys call him OCD, but I just want to say that he's just setting his ways almost because um, you just kind of see maybe glimpses of OCD in the film. But, um uh, Anyway, he his life turns upside down with this dog, and you know, at first he hates the dog, but then he learns to enjoy the dog, and finally forms a bond. And from there, you know, granted with the ending, you know, it's a real loss for him, but it it just shows just how much pets, at least to me, really impact life. Myself don't have a pet. I want to get a dog down the road for the family, but I just want to say um, that. You know, I really appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, probably the best way to do this, and I'm going to try clean up this meme because uh, it's funny, but it's it's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, when Rosa Diaz gets a dog, she says, uh, let me get it. I've only had Arlo for a day and a half, and if anything would happen to him, I would off myself or off everyone in this room and then off myself. Uh, so there's the cleaned up version of it. But, uh, yeah, it just really shows just the impact of pets. And uh, I hope that if anybody watches it, that they learn to appreciate either their pet more or, you know, considers maybe bringing something and someone to love into their life. All right. Take care. Bye. You were crying. You almost were crying at the end I of this. this. So you're, you're, you're tearing up at tearing this. Richard. I, I loved your sentiment in that voicemail. And 
I'm overly obsessed with our dog. And Richard, uh, you're friends with me on Facebook, so you've seen probably a lot of the pictures I post mm-hmm. of our girl. But you're right. Uh, it does make you, you know, I-, I love what you said about a pet changes a person. And I think that is so true. Um, and I really enjoyed Turner and Hooch. It wrecked me 100%. I was prepared for it. It still wrecked me. But you were prepared, and then think, it happened, and you you said, and I, forgot. "I forgot Hooch died." Uh, and then you cry. It was the longest I've seen I, you cry I in a movie. I actually stopped. And it's it's because that scene is is traumatic. Yeah, and so I I I really appreciate that you suggested we watch it, that we did it. And as far as a family dog may suggest a pit bull, they <laughs> used to be nanny dogs and take care of kids, and they're delightful. Uh, not to push pit bulls on you, but. We love our sweet girl for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think everyone out there, if you don't have a pet, maybe think about <laughs> rescuing something out there. Um, so here's, here's another one from Richard. Hey, Taryn Ryan. It's Richard. I'm calling because I wanted to know, and this is kind of a silly question, but granted, you guys have seen a lot of Disney movies. You've obviously heard a lot of Disney songs. If you could click pick three that best describe a typical day for you what song do you wake up to what's midday song and what's your go to sleep song all right hope you guys have fun with that take care bye so pick three songs i love this but i uh, describe your day or like is it like when you wake up in the morning get you ready for the day and then midday is like getting over that midday slump and then like nighttime is like helping you like relax and go to sleep i guess Um, it could be any way we want it to be I mean, I could tell you too that like are on like I have my Disney playlist, which is I pick a song from every movie we do. Like it's a podcast. Playlist. I gave up on that. <laughs> I pick <laughs> one song from every everything we do, and I put it on there in a playlist. Um, but I have like my just like songs, and I, I a friend like me, Oodle Lolly, and Why Should I Worry uh, are just on there and pop up every mm. once in a while. I don't know that they necessarily describe my day or it's songs I would like say like to put myself to sleep. I mean, the, when I think of the sleep one, there not there a Mary Poppins like go to sleep? It's literally this song. Yeah. It's stay awake. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Don't something, yeah, something, yeah. something. Uh, that's what popped in my head for a sleep song, but that's not what I'm going to pick. Right. Uh, why should I worry? Is a good one, but I it's, don't want it's, it's a bop. It's a <laughs> eye to eyes on there too. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I put eye to eye before friend. I like love friend like me, but I listen to eye to eye. Why should I worry? And Oodle Lolly like regularly. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh poor unfortunate souls i've mentioned it earlier of course a villain song I have to also because you're like, like the sweetest kindest like, person i know and you're but like, like i have to have a villain I can song belt, i can belt that song mm. and i just feel like i could have that in the car like jamming to it in the middle of the day it's a good one uh I want it. What? What are you laughing about? I'm just. Do you switch to Ariel when she does? Ah, uh, or you no. go sing. I do. <laughs> sing. I do Ursula's part <laughs> through and through. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> let me think about the other two. I do listen to Disney music. It's a long pause. You're gonna have to cut out. Well, here again. I I very early in our relationship burned you. Yeah, so cool. I am burned you a. Uh, I love that mix. It wasn't even a playlist. It was legit a CD, wasn't it? Was it was a CD yeah. of villain songs, of so strictly villain dating. songs. Um, so this song keeps popping into my head. So it's also an inside joke between Ryan and I. Toppins. 
When did we sing that when we were in Italy? Tuppence a bag. Yeah. yeah. We'd like go to bed and <laughs> sing it. Uh, <laughs> it's just one so, of those stupid things we do. Like weird couple Sometimes things, things that yeah, just happen. It, it's not funny to anyone else, but no. we were like cry laughing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, it, was, it was just. As feed you, the birds it was it was it was whenever we were walking Dropping in squares in italy and then it would be like right as we're about to go to sleep one of us would just go feed the birds and like just start <laughs> laughing again like like being at a sleepover it, when you're yeah, a kid and you're yeah. like you have to go to sleep and doing it in like a sing-songy weird so voice stupid. uh i still need a third one for my like wake up song i'm trying to think of like a good one that would get me pumped up uh oh I just can't wait to be king. God, that's a good one. Or be prepared. Because <laughs> do another. Just can't wait to be king. I love the bass. The boom. Yeah. So those will be my three. Just can't wait to be king. Poor unfortunate souls slash be prepared. And uh, <laughs> feed the birds. So this one is is supposedly for me. So let's listen to that. The last Ooh. one, uh, Richard says, you don't have to play this. But guess what, Richard? I'm going <laughs> to. Hey, Tara and Ryan. This is Richard. I'm calling, this is more of a question for Ryan, but I think that Tara might have some opinions as well if, since she's been married to him. So, obviously, Disney and Pixar are the Raw and SmackDown brand. Maybe Sony Pictures or maybe someone else is probably AEW. Who do you see, Ryan, as the stars of the Raw and SmackDown brand of Disney? And who is the AEW that uh, you see as the stars? And who would you see crossover? Take care. Bye. So if if I get this right, uh, I'm trying to like kind of cast Disney characters as wrestlers. As wrestlers, I don't know directly as wrestlers, but like, I mean, I would see first of all like Wreck It Ralph is like the 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 giant monster character in a wrestling promotion. I would see Robin Hood as like the high flyer, kind of like a Finn Balor. Mm. Um, let me see who else. Ursula, come on now, get some ladies in there. Yeah, Ursula would be a heavy for. I mean, that's not a weight joke, but just she'd be a heavy for a, a like definitely a women's division. Um, I'm not kind of doing exactly what you said. I know you wanted like Disney. I don't know who AEW would be nowadays. I guess it'd be <laughs> Shrek. Well, there's like a wrestling scene in Shrek. Do you remember that? He, when he shows up to Farquad, like Farquad like sends everyone after him, and they end up in a ring, and he starts like oh no, it. I don't. And then like <laughs> one of the the people's like get over the chair. <laughs> um. Uh, gosh, but yeah, I like this idea of like, I'm sure there's an artist out there who like, you know, not one-to-one, but like putting, you know, like these Disney characters would be faces, these Disney characters would be heels, be yeah. trainers. I think, I mean, and that's what to me, boy, we're going to go on a wrestling thing here. Like that's to me when people are like, I don't like wrestling and, and granted wrestling can be very bad and very boring if you don't watch it. Sometimes it's, it's, it can be bad, but good, yeah, 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 good yeah. wrestling Especially live wrestling is. Hey, I will. I will support live wrestling. I'm. You'll have a blast. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll drag it or something. And basically, you just go in, and within a few minutes, you go, "Oh, this is the good guy, and this is the bad guy." And yeah, and you, you know, just pick one, you cheer for them, and uh, and tables, ladders, and chairs, is, <laughs> and fire extinguishers in that one match. Um, but I think you know that's one of the things to bring it back to Disney that Disney has been missing in their latest movies, they're good movies and I, you know, and Kanto is wonderful, but they don't have like classic heels anymore. Mm. You know, it's something people talk about is like, where's the villain? Like we need some villains to root against. And I think there's a thing where it's like, well, we don't, you know, 
there was there's a lot of othering that goes on in the old Disney movies, and you know, talk about the queer coding, and but that's a form of othering. Even though those those characters are some of our favorites, um, and I think that's sometimes they they are a little hesitant to insult people by like you know by creating heel character like like classic but do you think it's also they want to tell a different type of story i think that's some of it but i also think i think that's where we are but i i i just i I just think i I see your point of missing that layout that sequencing not sequencing but that style of villain but i think there's also something to be said about telling stories that are more relatable yeah, I think they're doing some of that, but like, I, I also want a new Doctor Facilier. I want a new yeah. Like, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On. I want to. I want to see. I want. I want to. I want a villain. I want a villain that doesn't fast and the furious at the end where it becomes Cruella like, Deville. Well, I think Cruella was great, but I mean, I want. Oh, a new what do Cruella. you mean? I. Uh, I thought you meant another like crazy intense villain like Cruella yes, Deville. I thought you meant the movie where she's kind of a good guy in Cruella. Oh like no no Cruella. no no no. Um, I meant the enemy, but like Raya and the Last Dragon, like their enemy. Like by the end, it's like we're friends now. Like a Fast and the Furious movie, where mm. like the bad guys always become the good guys. Yeah, because they want them to stick around. Um, yeah, I just I that, that's just something I, I miss a little bit about New Disney. I'm, I'm I'm not one of those guys who's like these New Disney movies suck because they don't have villains in them. But I would like I think the next great Disney villain is gonna be like a breath of fresh air. Be like, yes, mm. a villain. Um. Yeah, so we got one more from Richard. I mean, Hans. Yeah, but uh, you spend the whole movie, and this is a spoiler for Frozen, you spend the whole movie thinking there's not, and that's part of what Frozen has going for it. But I think that's it. what's so good about yes. it is you don't see it coming. Yeah, we'll get into Hans, the the worst one. So this is a short one from Richard. says, you don't actually uh, have to put this one on, but we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll cut it out. We'll see. Hey, Taryn, Ryan, you don't have to actually put this one on the podcast but it's more of a fun thing to say. So to Tara specifically, what is Kingdom Hearts? Please keep it under six hours. No, you've only played the first one. And, I and knew I think it, this Richard. This is where we have to, to let everyone know that I think Tara, Tara's Kingdom Hearts experiment has ended. I knew you were going to ask me about it. I was like, oh man, are one of these voicemails going to be about Kingdom Hearts? Did you think you got Hearts? away with it? You're like, yes. Because I listened to the other mailbag episodes where we talk about it and you like encouraged me to get back on the train of playing it. It has so fallen by the wayside to the point where I've kind of forgotten so much. That's the, with me, that's the challenging thing. That might be why I'm a completionist when it comes to video games. Go full circle in this conversation from earlier. Because if I, if too much time elapses, I forget like how to play and have to basically start over. I'm not in agreement. Uh, Skyrim, Skyrim, Skyrim. Although well, I also I, just, that, I will, I will just Skyrim say I will always yeah. play Skyrim over again. But uh, I will say with Kingdom Hearts, I'd love to play more of it. Well, I wouldn't love, I will say some of it was really, well, but I. Tara, I've got some great news. What's that? They've just announced Kingdom Hearts 4. A new one? Wow. I'm sure it's going to be all Marvel movies. I Here's the thing. I would like to explore the other worlds. Maybe I'll just watch some YouTube. I <laughs> it's, it's more of just forgetting where I was in my gameplay and actually sitting down to do it. That's what it comes down to. Also, a little insight into me. When it's cold out and it's winter, I'm much more into playing video games mm-hmm. than when it, summer comes around. I would try not to be 
in the house quite as much. Not me. I play them all year round. As as you should as well, listeners. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I will say too is I also need to play Kingdom Hearts on a system where you also play stuff. So not yes. that that's the reason that I don't play it, but that does factor into it. Mm-hmm. It's not something I can play in another room or whatever. Um, so I don't know that I will get back to it. I'd I, like to say yes, but it's looking more towards a no. I only made it through two. I might play the new one, depending on what's in the new one. Yeah, I might just hop into three. We could probably watch a, a playthrough of uh, two. I really like because you got to be in Tron, and I was like, yes. Mm. And then I don't know. I, the thing about the new one is with them being like, we're, they're probably going to put you in Star Wars and Marvel. Well, and that didn't Joe give like, us? Joe g- gave us. Yeah, we have a copy of three. Of three. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just start at three. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, th- that was me legitimately thinking of all the games I wanted to play on my system on on the PS Five. But, you, but you can't put three on there. I can, but then I can't play my games because you'll be playing Kingdom mm, Hearts. That was the same thing I was saying earlier. Yeah. So let's see, maybe, maybe Richard. In, here's here's how it works. Yeah, we're gonna have a fight now because of you, Richard. <laughs> um. So that's it. That's all the questions. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up this this uh mini tale that is an hour and a half long uh well first off thank you for all the congratulations for those of you uh who started your messages with that uh and i'm gonna turn it around and thank you for reaching out to us some really great questions questions that made me think with my um brain fog tonight i don't know (laughs) my brain is like uh working on a slower slower pace tonight but um i really appreciate uh, all of the a lot of thoughtful questions, which mm-hmm. I really liked, and I say this every time, but um, I really appreciate all of the listeners. Whether you pop in with just listening to the ones that you enjoy, the movies that you've seen and love, whether you're a dedicated listener who comes back week to week, uh, you know, it's definitely fueled our fire. I mean, we have made jokes that we do not have a ton of listeners, but we have a good core amount of listeners that definitely keep us going. I think if we didn't have a core group and the Facebook page wasn't as active and our Instagram, like if we didn't have those Mm. moving pieces and those things kind of feeding us a little bit, we may not. Yeah. I don't know that we would continue on our journey. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do really want to give a shout out um, and just thank all of you out there um, who have also gotten to the end of this episode. <laughs> and, and thank you to all our guests. Like our guests, yes. like I said, that's a big part of what fuels us. I is love our to guests. Get together with friends and watch movies, especially during this time when a lot of us weren't seeing other people. This mm-hmm. is a way for mm-hmm. us to, you know, talk and 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 see a movie again and feel, you know, it. W- this was a, a kind of a very you know, part of the reason this became a nostalgia podcast was the comfort level it gave us in yeah, a very weird time. And very cathartic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank and thank you, Tara, for being such a wonderful co-host. Oh, you're so welcome. And would you like to thank anyone else? Oh, no. I, I You know you're what? I'd like worst. to thank Lady. <laughs> I'd like to here. thank Lady Luck, this, our okay. dog. Well, of thank course. you for joining okay, us on the, the on the last episode <laughs> of Tara. Listeners, I watched what, what his will face. now be Tara's Princess Diaries. <laughs> Tara and Lady's Tara Princess Diaries. Tara and Lady's Princess Diaries. Here's the thing, listeners. I watched his face. I knew that he just wanted to thank you. And so I had to withhold it a little bit. But Ryan, thank you. Because it was your idea. 
Let's let's get real for a second. Was it? It was your idea to start this podcast. Well, I'm always thinking about doing like a, eight a million, million podcasts. podcasts, but also I like the idea of the like collection, and that's something that I think Carly brought up is the and and you did about music history or yeah music history. It's been mm-hmm. an art history lesson. We've taken yeah. a history of animation, so that's part of you know the the rewarding thing from it. What I found interesting. You know, I, I watch a lot of movies, but like when you actually sit down and like do what we do, like now I would say if anybody like I'm not the expert on Disney movies, mm, but we yeah. are experts on Disney movies. We know quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see you at a trivia night. Not me, because as we noticed from the villain list, I well, remember nothing. <laughs> Carly, Carly likes to sometimes at uh, like uh, Broodfest, which is the get together of that discord. Mm-hmm. She has done disney trivia i love that it's legendary because apparently it's so hard oh that's great i love that so hey carly maybe you want to come on and we'll do a we'll do a disney we'll do like just a couple speed rounds or not speed rounds but just a few rounds of trivia that would be super fun i used to have the disney trivia board game Jeremy and I used to play that all the time. It was the one, no, it was the charades. No, that was the the charade ones that I had that we played. Uh, But there was also a disney trivia one kind of like trivial pursuit but all disney trivia yeah, see, we used to have a Star Wars one like that, but no one would play with me. <laughs> well, you played, didn't you play with, with Zoe, your niece? Zoe yeah, was the yeah. Only one who, she's like, no, but I can she's play with so much younger, so you had to wait for her to come along <laughs> to play with. I'm to sure. Play together. I'm sure it'd, it'd be an interesting thing now. But. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for for being with us for uh, an hour and a half tonight. Also, a hundred episodes. We you need to put like confetti or something, Be-beer. like some fun sound. At, like we reached a hundred episodes. I okay. don't know something. Let's, let's let's right now say we reached hundred episodes, and I'll put a fun noise after it. Ready? We've reached a hundred episodes. episodes. <laughs> Boy, that was a great noise I put in there. So good. Thanks, guys. Thank we, we hope to see you for an, another hundred, uh, which is oh a, boy. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a so scary it's a prospect. Strong commitment. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep going with this as as long as you know we, there's interest, as long as it's it's interesting to us, which it, it is. I don't mm-hmm. feel that you know after we take our break, I think we're gonna be invigorated to try it again. Yes. Well, and I am literally counting the episodes to Pixar. I cannot wait. Absolutely. Also, I'm super excited for the next grouping of Disney movies we've got coming up yeah. too. So thanks, guys, and uh, we'll, our next episode will be uh, Bolt. And again, this is our first one where no one has seen the movie, so get ready for that. All right, take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is to at trpdiaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh-huh.